0: Hello, this is Will Hardy with Man Talk Radio. We are all about breaking down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few minutes. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Network
1: podcast. This is the Truth Network Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours, a time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here, now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. We
2: are talking about vulnerability today. I think I said that right. Yeah. Were you going to chime in?
0: Behind the deep barricade you know we're we really have the fence up
2: actually. Yeah,
3: we, no it, gophers are getting in here we got that <laughs> entrenched barricade. it's entrenched
2: barricade thank yeah, you thanks. yeah we're entrenched but well, you can be vulnerable in the entrenched barricade
0: <laughs> we got our we got our fences up we do we do you know and,
2: that, and that's the problem we all kind of live with these fences mm. that we keep up keeping others out mm-hmm. and uh it's kind of like the cocoon yeah. right you know you, you wrap yourself up in it but then you never push through it and so you just Sit yeah. <laughs> <Cheery laughs> there and die. cheery episode could have of, been a butterfly <laughs> yeah. cheery episode a, bot, a masculine <laughs> drink thank you um andy this was your topic uh, <laughs> reflection no it was <laughs> our topic yeah. let's say it that way we were talking the other day and we we're talking about the power of vulnerability and then what gets in the way mm-hmm. and then we did talk about that on the last show that the enemy hates it yeah. the enemy hates vulnerability
0: Keeps a lot of people bound there for a long time. It does. You know, it
2: doesn't allow breakthrough. It doesn't right. allow intimacy. Yeah.
0: And what we're saying, not where it keeps you bound is, is, I guess, just the opposite of not being vulnerable. I guess that would be behind a pose or by kind, behind some kind of hiding behind a mask of, of afraid of really being, letting somebody know who we really are, the good, bad, and the ugly, and trusting that they're not going to reject us and they're going to continue to love us.
2: Yeah, you often see people fall on on one side of the equation or the other. I'm not going to share hardly anything, mm-hmm. or I'm going to throw so much at you, you're going to run away. <laughs> right. You know, you've probably been around those people. You know, and it's like, well, people always leave. You know, yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, you're Here, like me, a, some sandpaper there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> let me
0: throw this grenade of crap
2: in your lap. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're just broken like we all are. They're just broken in a different way. But you know this vulnerability, you know, part of this after hours is talking about where it's made a difference in our life. Mm-hmm. Right? And so we talk about being yeah. a band of brothers. Yep. So mm-hmm. we should have some stories here or there about yeah. when the vulnerability of one another helps you or helps others. Yep. I will say this.
0: Whenever I started going, I mean, read Wild at Heart, went to the boot camps. There was a lot of breakthrough and victory I got. But I will have to say the victory accelerated when I get got connected with the Band of Brothers. I've had some great Christian friends, in my life, but there's a lot of them that I would not share with. And it prob- they probably could have handled it, but it was the culture and what I thought that you just didn't share, you know, like I say, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We have no problem sharing the good. It's the bad and the ugly. We just want to keep, you know, keep away. But when I feel like I really accelerated in my I don't know, becoming, uh, understanding who the true me was of, of not, you know, there's years that I wanted to have close relationships with Ben, but knew it wasn't possible because I wouldn't share anything and, and having that desire for that, yet knowing I was inhibited from it. But then when it became possible, it became possible when I got around you guys and you started sharing your stories. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa, people do this. This sounds like a counseling session or something, you know? And, uh, you know, it, it brings a lot of liberty. And then I remember, I learned this scripture years ago, James 5.16, 5, um, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And it's all right there. There's a prescription for health and wholeness if we just follow it, but we just don't like to get, uh, you know, transparent and vulnerable before our friends.
2: Yeah, and one thing I think we to clarify that we're not saying this don't go into your your couples therapy group or your couples bible study and go hey i struggle with pornography yeah, right. it may not go over great that's you know with right. that whole collective group you know let god kind of walk it through understand I, your audience yeah exactly <laughs> god who do i share this with you've laid it on my heart who right. do i share this with and when do i share yeah, it absolutely. that's another part not just who but give me the timing of when you want me and to I do it. And I think that's
0: important is to pray for God to give you that safe place, that place where you can do that, because you're right. And and it, the more you talk about it and the more you get freedom, the easier it is to talk about it in a more general group. But when you're first starting out, if you're really wanting to be vulnerable, find somebody that you can trust for sure. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, that falls to in Matthew where Jesus said, don't cast your pearls before swine. Pearl is... Is a beauty to us, but it is a pain to the oyster. And those things that are birthed in and, and that become a treasure, you know, the things that are, have been healed in my life are my pearls, my treasures. And you just can't just throw them out to anybody because that's foolish. Yeah. They're going to get stomped on at best. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, and then they'll turn on you. And that is what we fear and why it's so hard to be open. But what you made me think of, you know, we're getting into the Bible at the after hours. Why well, this we is do the that tough on a Christian part. show? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It's just it's scary. But you reminded me of Galatians 6, which is my favorite, this is how you correct people verse. And I'm going to read it because I'm terrible at memory verses, but it's brothers and sisters. If someone is caught doing something wrong, you who are directed by the Ruach, restore such a person in a spirit of gentleness looking closely at yourself so you are not tempted also. If you are a person that is following that, then you're a fairly safe person to come to because there is no sin that any of us are not capable of committing. Yeah. And if we accept others recognizing that, you know, they're not gonna shock you, they're not gonna chase you away. You can be a good friend.
2: You guys amaze me. I, I I have to say it's I usually it's a book if it's in there somewhere verse seven you know twelve whatever I don't know, you know I know I I remember the stories from the Bible but I don't necessarily remember where they're located.
5: Yeah, and I think when we talk about vulnerability, you know, right off the bat, going to the first boot camp and having Corey go from I'm walking in here unbelieving I don't know what's going on I'm completely pissed off I don't this isn't for me walking out of there getting baptized was such a weekend of itself and to walk through that all the different prayer times and other things that went on that were just so opening and inviting that it started something but really it's the it's it wasn't oh yeah up on stage there's this one and then there's maybe another one here it's no it's just kind of continual constant because when you're in that band of brothers that you're talking about Andy it's Robbie just sharing in between the uh break between shows it's it's the same thing it's just it's that constant continual this is what I'm doing this is where my I'm at in my life and this is what's going on it, it, and it's been going on especially very thick since boot camp because there's been a lot of little things hey pray for me pray for me pray for me this is what's going on and to be a part of that, to be in that, it, it helps you to understand your own things, yeah, but it's, it helps you to understand that you need to free your heart from the bondage and whatever it's got you in. It's got you trapped. It's got you holding you're held down, you know, and you're getting body slammed and you're just like, what's going on here? And it's like, no, you can, you can get some freedom. Talk to people. Talk to your brothers. Go there with them. And it's it's a wonderful place.
2: And there's times that sometimes a friend needs to make you do that. And Andy, yeah. we have a clip that you know you had where a friend wisely kicks his friend in the backside and says, Look, go be vulnerable with this person.
0: Yeah, so it's from open range and we got um Charlie who is this gunslinger kind of guy that uh is has, has come into a town and tried to help that town become free from these um, these guys are taking control of the town. And he's getting ready to go to a gunfight. And he's walking, they're leaving this girl's house. Uh, I think she's, uh, her brother's the doctor of the town. And they're leaving her house. And and Charlie has feelings for her, but he won't tell her that. And he's getting ready to go to a gunfight, and he may not live. And and his buddy, I can't remember his name. Boss. But boss, there okay. we go. So boss, <laughs> <laughs> boss tells him, you know, Charlie, you're going to have to step up and, and, and tell her how you feel. You know, how is she going to know? So listen to the clip. We'll talk about it.
4: Are you just going to go off like that without saying nothing? Ain't nothing to say. I've seen how you look at that gal the way she looks at you. It ain't right to walk away without a word. Well, what do you want me to tell her, boss? We probably ain't going to make it. Be a big fat comfort. She should tell her, Charlie. I mean, I wish I'd have said more to my wife before she passed. This may be the last time she sees you in this world, Charlie. Or you, her. So tell her whatever you can, because she's entitled to more than just your backside, walking away.
5: Charlie.
2: I'm uh I'm not sure what's worth saying or not.
5: Well, you don't have to say anything, Charlie.
2: Yeah, I do. Boss is right about that. He's a uh, He's right about a lot of things. It's just.
1: I'm not who you think I am, Sue. I've. I've been places I've done things most of them I'm not proud of.
5: You know, I always hoped somebody gentle and caring might come along. Years pass, uh. Small town and all, and your hopes begin to fade a little every day until you hardly remember what they were. I've seen who you are, Charlie. The way you looked after that boy and the respect you give boss. They might be little bets, but they're enough for a woman who looks.
0: It's like I didn't even listen to the
2: clip before I (laughs) submitted it. Yes, boss.
0: Boss. (laughs) Boss. Okay. Boss? Uh, <laughs> Point taken. Vulnerable uh, doesn't listen. That would be well. boss Alex. I don't listen very well. So no, I really did like the clip because there's multi factors uh, going on here. I think is you see a guy that he's you know shared his heart a little bit with this guy. I, I something God showed me when we were talking earlier is that you know men ha- have troubles being you know being vulnerable with each other. And then they wonder why they can't even be vulnerable with their uh, their wife or a woman. It's you know, if guys who you understand. How are you going to be able to go, go and do that? You know, be vulnerable with a woman. And I think that's some of the uh, some of the stuff that gets in the way. We we need to learn to be vulnerable generally with the people we're comfortable with before we go to the ones that we're not so comfortable we with. Know right? It's the <laughs> right. yeah Yeah. well that makes
2: that makes sense yeah i was listening to that clip and for me what it was is you kind of had boss which was his name (laughs) really kind of played the the, the god character yeah the holy spirit saying prompting him right Right. he said go do this charlie that's not the last thing you want to do and because charlie listens and becomes vulnerable she becomes vulnerable right sue does as well absolutely there's that duel Mm yeah and then she speaks
0: life back into him right and yeah exactly and she points out the good that she's seen in him not just the bad and that's what we do as well as we become vulnerable we we see the bad and start you know talking about that, but we, we our brothers point out the good that's in us and in, in coming back to us, so they do sometimes <laughs>
2: <laughs> depends on that friend <laughs> <laughs> maybe tonight I'm not really sure
4: One of the things that really stuck out to me was the lost opportunity that boss mentioned yeah. that he had had a wife. And there were things he needed to say to her that he did not and so i think that's a very important thing dude that, that we say what's in our heart to the people that we love
5: and yeah. the fact that you i think that he listened to the advice mm-hmm. so he must have done something where he contemplated it thought wow you know there's a lot of wisdom there yeah. how often do we take great advice and just bypass and go on and we just we look back and go, boy, I really wish I would have taken that advice. That was really good advice that I got. And you just, you just—it's so easy just to go on. Well, the, the challenge is for, you know, really all of us
1: is we don't even take our own advice. <laughs> 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 Definitely yeah, not. Yeah. not. So, you know, what happened to me at the boot camp to be a little bit vulnerable was, you know, I had this great advice as for the—I did the first talk, and the advice was to be needy out loud, right? Like. You know, you, you got to tell Jesus what you want. You got to tell it, you know, so we can pray for you. You you got to share that, right? And so the first night, w- we sat down with the prayer cards that guys had filled out. And if you never come to a boot camp, one of the neat things from my perspective is we have the ammo cans all around the camp. And people, they're needy out loud. They tell us what they're really struggling with. Well, that night a card came in from a camper that we all knew really well that just kind of I I just sat back and I went oh my goodness he's struggling with that I you know how vulnerable was he how needy out loud was he Robbie and it really convicted me like yeah Robbie (laughs) where's your prayer card buddy (laughs) And, and like you had talked about that when somebody's vulnerable and this guy was vulnerable I mean, really vulnerable and, and, and in a really good way, I thought. And, and he, because the wind was blowing that direction, I went, yeah, I, I really need to take that to heart. And then, you know, the next day when Andy did his talk and, you know, it opened up all sorts of files for me. And next thing I knew, you know, I took out some cards. And man, I mean, it, it, it literally changed my boot camp on, on all sorts of levels um, and and. and not just then, but since then.
2: Yeah. I've,
1: after the show,
2: before the show, we'll, we'll um, spend some time together talking about the show. And then after the show, we'll sit and talk about life. And it's just been amazing over the years how just someone sharing their heart and where they are and what God's doing with them leads to breakthrough for somebody else. Right? We've seen it multiple times in that room, you know, that God just says, oh, yeah, I've got something for you too. And something will ping in your chest and you go, ooh. You know and then you'll start to listen and God may have something there for you he wants to dig in then or something for a later date to dig into, you know, or just a kind word to remind you, you know. And it's pretty cool that it's through that vulnerability that God chooses to reveal himself more fully sometimes. This is called dead air now. Yeah, dead air. (laughs) So so Andy, what do you think when you have this topic?
4: (laughs) Well, I was just thinking, you know, we're talking about the band of brothers and having being the, <laughs> being the newer guy around here. I'm not going to say rookie. I don't like that word either. Um, you are still the lighting technician. Yeah. I am the lighting technician who lives in a cone of silence. So, I, mean, <laughs> I got this. So, um, but, you know, having moved to a new place, new church, and all that stuff, and, and learning that there is a band of brothers that you can trust your heart with. And, and you know, yesterday was not a great day. But uh, because it was great in some ways, but I have what we thought was eczema on my hands and learned yesterday was psoriatic arthritis, which is a little bit deeper issue and ended up being put on some medication that I wasn't crazy about and I will be. Um, But but the interesting is one of you guys texted me and said, how you doing with all that? And I appreciated that because... I was able to be a little vulnerable, as much mm-hmm. as you can in a text. I don't think texts are very mm-hmm. vulnerable, by the way, because you can't see inflictions and that kind of thing. But anyway, the uh, that is neat to, to know that you can find people that mm-hmm. are trustworthy with your heart, mm-hmm. and you guys are trustworthy with my heart. So thank you.
2: Yeah, it, definitely. it's definitely something that you need to practice, mm-hmm. right? You know, for me it was um, – when we first started b- doing boot camps and I had uh the first few boot camps I had my nephews coming up from Florida and I'm like oh no I gotta be vulnerable <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, I'm doing the wound <laughs> talk <laughs> oh my gosh you know and uh, you know having had my sons at camp which has been a great blessing for me but you know it's also I think it's sometimes that they've seen dad be a lot more vulnerable than what they would normally see me Mm -hmm. you know because at home you gotta have the answers you gotta figure out what you're gonna do you gotta you know Mm -hmm. even if it's not a pose it's just a role you play yeah right and and when you can get away and and not have to be that right and just be yourself and and Mm -hmm. walk with god in it it's pretty amazing my mom had something she did years before she passed away probably four or five years she i talked to her on the phone every week i would call her every week and and she was in florida and she'd say hey i want to make sure that uh I tell you every time the last thing I want to say is uh, I want to say I love you and I want that to be the last thing you hear cuz one of these days it will be the last mm-hmm. thing you hear mm. and I want you to always know that mm. deeper than anything else that I love you All right and she did it from that point on you know and it was just pretty cool and, and it's something that made me want to do that with my kids mm. right cuz one of these days it will be the last time they
1: hear it you don't want to do it with me? Yeah, I've never heard you say that. I like you a lot, Robbie. Check yes or no.
2: Yeah. You no, know, yeah. <laughs> I could feel I think so-
0: Robbie was being needy out loud right there. I, I could feel so-
2: <laughs> I could feel some conviction over that. I'm just not. I don't know, you know. So maybe that's next boot camp.
3: <laughs> after that deeply moving topic, Sam. It was wonderful to have some levity because (laughs) the only example I've got is trivial and silly, but it also happened at boot camp, and it does have an illustration to it. When I was young, half a century ago, I loved chemistry, but my real passion was explosives. And I was sharing that over a meal, you know, talking about trinitrotoluene and Nitrogen triiodide, and most people glazed over. Well, there was one guy that knew what I was talking about. So in that, you know, if if I had been doing today what I was doing 50 years ago, I'd probably be at Guantanamo Bay. But I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations is out on all the stuff I used to do with explosives. But that was my entertainment, and that was my biggest danger in my life, and. I connected with a guy over something that silly, but it was – if I'd never opened up, that, that wouldn't have
2: happened. So he's seen some things. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Different guy, actually, believe it or not. Okay. but
2: <laughs> Yeah, but we've all seen some things, right? No, a
3: fireball going off in front of a police officer is one of the things I've seen.
2: <laughs> one of my favorite things about um, my kids as a, as they've gotten older is – whether it's a, a a birthday, Father's Day, whatever is, I look forward to their cards more than I look forward to anything else. Mm-hmm. They're not they're going to give me something that's probably pretty cool, but you know I'm at the point where I don't need anything. You know, I have mm-hmm. to try to think of things that I need, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. so they can buy me something. And but it's the cards that I look forward to because they'll be vulnerable mm. when they write the cards. And, and the the cards I keep, I keep. You know, not that I don't keep mm-hmm. their gifts, but I can't tell you <laughs> what they got me last birthday i remember but before that you know i couldn't tell you three birthdays ago what i got Mm -hmm. but i have the cards yeah right
3: and the cards are special and i've figured out what to ask your kids for consumables something you're going to use up
2: okay okay (laughs) that makes sense ish
4: (laughs) so this, this group is quiet on vulnerability come on well, I will follow up on Jim's story about all the explosions and everything. I told him I, that I was, had a dilemma after listening, that I was having trouble trying to figure out just how high an IQ you had to have to be able to do it and just how low an IQ you had to have in order to do it. True, true.
3: Hebrew logic is what you need there you can have both and it's not either or <laughs> all
2: right so we've got just about three minutes left in this show and i we're not hearing any vulnerability stories we're, we're supposed to be talking about being vulnerable robbie did so Media i'll, I'll, talk, I'll robbie's tell you off. <laughs> robbie's off the, the the thing andy you're up
0: all right so you know the wound i did that talk this time and and told my story a little bit and for the longest time you know i You'd hear different guys, and not all stories are going to be exact, but they're going to they're going to resonate with you. and And to hear, you know, various stories about the wound, it 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 helped me to go deeper into understanding my father. When my father loved me, he was a good man to me, but he disappeared in a most very critical uh, part of my life. And to hear the stories and the vulnerability. On other guys lives Sam your dad of not being there for you whenever it was important Mm -hmm. um, you know where he could watch baseball all day but not you know um, yeah go to my game yeah go to your game Um, you know just just the different stories I would hear you know it's like okay there's something more than I mean you knew your dad loved you just like I knew my dad loved me but there was a, a lack of presence in my life and for the longest time I didn't get my wound and the more I heard the stories it's not just Sam's it's everybody's it's it's almost like a just a a collection of all these stories that begin to help you make sense of your own story and allow you to finally internalize things to where you can say okay that's where God needs to come in and heal me God does the healing it's not the mm-hmm. it's not the stories from the other guys there are the they're the, the catalyst uh, the catalyst yeah, yeah it, Thank you for uh, filling that in there.
2: Yeah, well, you know, and to be fair to my dad, Johnny Bench was a much better hitter than (laughs) I was. So (laughs) that's probably why you would have watched the Reds instead Uh. of going to my games. Uh, No, We had a, a few weeks ago, we were all sharing. It was one of the times that, you know, we were talking into some depth. And, you know, one of the things God made clear to me that I haven't really fully processed was a lot of my anger over my sister being so mean to me it really boiled down to the way it made clear that night. It, it felt like my dad was choosing my sister's heart over mine. Mm. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and I had never articulated it that way. I'd never mm-hmm. heard it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, why was her heart more important than mine, right? And so there's more to go dig into, and, and that's not one I have an answer to yet, but yeah. it's because of our conversation, and someone threw something out. I think mm-hmm. Danny threw something mm-hmm. out, and it made me think about it, and I'm like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, God said, yeah, here's, here's another yeah, I don't nugget. Remember that. Here's another layer. Mm-hmm. right I, I you'd think the onion would be all the way down to the bulb or whatever <laughs> the bottom of the onion is the seed or whatever is there yeah. I don't know but you know I think it's just more onion you know and you just peel back and there's more and there's more and there's more
4: I got a pretty big onion <laughs> <laughs> you know, saying um, one of the things that came out of boot camp this time was you know I would have told you my wound was being molested by an older cousin and what God showed me was no it was, those times when I was vulnerable to a first-grade class and got picked on, and I began to sacrifice myself to change. And that kind of, you know, you put the shields up and, and walk away for lots lots of years. So.
2: Yeah, and you talk about, you take your, your question to the altar of uh, acceptance. Yeah. Right, you know, and I think that's a lot of what, what we do. But when God calls you to be vulnerable with somebody, You're not going to get that response. You're not going to get that. So walk with him in the midst of it. Can't say that. I can't say it enough that you got to walk with him in the midst of it because if not, you may end up there, but he won't lead you astray. Go to masculinejourney.org, register for the boot camp. This is the Truth Network.